Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. You want a recap now? I'm a little busy. How about a flashback instead? Okay, that's better. A little calmer. This is about five minutes ago. A lot has happened since then, obviously, so I'm narrating it from now, but what you're hearing already happened. You get the idea. Check up dengan siapa? Oh, never mind. Even if you spoke English, it wouldn't make sense. We're about to die in a plane crash. Just just sit there and look pretty. When we boarded the Liberty Flight's plane, it turned out we were the only passengers. That probably should have rung alarm bells, but I had my mind on other things. It's an airline called Liberty Flights. No, I haven't heard of them either. Well, I'm sure they're fine, Mum. Yeah, I'll call you when I land. Yes, love you too. Saya rasa tak senang hati. Speak French or don't speak at all. Are we the only passengers? Liberty flights can lead them very popular. Saya tak senang hati. Oh well, you could stretch out and drink the bar dry. Have you seen the stewardess? Tak ada orang lain di sini. Kamu tak rasa ada sesuatu yang tak kena? Could use a drink. And one of those little packets of dry roasted peanuts. I'll find someone. Oh, Sial. There's no staff. What kind of airline are these Liberty Flights people running? Juruturbang da cabut. Whatever that is, it doesn't sound good. I leaned across to look out of the window next to Sabine in time to see two dark shapes floating away from the plane. Those are the pilots, aren't they? They bailed out of the plane. They're not wearing parachutes. Which brings us neatly to the present moment. Do you have any idea how to fly a plane? I think we just need to level it out and hope that they didn't... Oh, crap. What does that red light mean? I think that's a fuel light, which means they dump the fuel. Who does that? Dumps the fuel and then jumps out of a perfectly good aeroplane without a parachute. You, you really no help. Kamu akan membunuh kita. Kita perlu bayang tajun. Now where are you going? Contact someone. That's what you do. Someone talks you down. Well, well, that button didn't sound like it did anything good. Ada dua bayang tajun lagi. Yeah, a little busy at the moment, Sabine. I don't know what you're trying to show me, but I'm a little busy trying. It's a parachute. You speak English? Yes, I do. I'm from Sunderland. Now, would you please put this bloody parachute on and get out of here before you kill a boy? Who Killed Aldrich Kemp? By Julian Simpson. Chapter 4. The Murder Clowns. Here she comes. About time too. No rest for the wicked. Pants. Where are my pants? Hopefully you're wearing them. Do we need to check? We do not. I'm really getting tired of this. It took me two years before I was trusted enough to know where this place is. Oh, oh, someone trusted you, did they? That seems like a gigantic mistake. Is there trouble in paradise? 
She's from Sunderland. Yes, I know. But don't blame Sabine. I insisted on operational security. What does that even mean? These are unusual times, Clara. It was quite funny. It was not funny. Oh, let's not squabble. Where are the others? Jane, would you let them know we're ready for them? She's awake! What's going on, Aldrich? Events are rather getting ahead of us, Clara. It's time we all got up to speed. Ah, good, good places, please, everyone. It's not often we get a full house at one of these meetings. <coughs> Clara, good to see you. How was Africa? Well, there was, um... It wasn't dull. Uh, you, you too, Mrs Boone. There's no need for refreshments. We need your keen mind on this, too. Oh, I wouldn't say so, sir. Sabine? Nikisha? <sighs> right, so... Thanks all for making the time. Dr Hazlitt, you all know, and Clara. The less familiar face might be Sabine Sear. She's been bodyguarding Clara. (laughs) Hardly. Or vice versa. Anyway, to business. Last Tuesday morning, someone tried to kill me, to which I don't take very kindly. The man was an assassin called Novak. Some of you may have heard him referred to as the Whisperer. He's an unsavoury character, but by no means the most formidable opponent we've come up against. Novak is working for a man named Remington Schofield, who manages the Beowulf Fund and is also a professional poker player and sometime film producer. Now, Schofield has hatched a plan with a tech boffin named Lottie Amutenia to use a gizmo called Cascade to reverse-engineer a black swan event. Now, in layman's terms, they plan to crash a plane carrying a deadly strain of measles somewhere in Europe. Measles? Oh, questions at the end, please, Clara. Miss Amutenia, we believe, is working to ensure that the location and the time of the plane crash is optimally arranged so that the resulting exposure has the most catastrophic effect possible. Now... We know that virus is being transported by a smuggling operation going by the name of Liberty Flights. Liberty... Oh, Clara, please! No, Liberty Flights. The plane Sabine and I just had to bail out of was Liberty Flights. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't it? And what exactly happened? We don't know. The pilots dumped the fuel and abandoned ship. Without parachutes. They just jumped. They just jumped. Interesting. But let's put a pin in that. Can I ask my original question now? <sighs> yes, what was it? It was measles, question mark? Ah, yes, measles indeed. It's a very nasty strain of measles. Indeed it is. We're talking tens or even hundreds of millions of fatalities. The world economy crashing irreparably. Total industrial and technological collapse. In essence, a second dark age. Yes, Catherine Underwood. Uh, Remington Schofield. Mm-hmm. This is the chap who made the film about the deaf girl in the dock. Indeed. Although some would object to Maid, he was a producer. I'm led to believe the only thing they make is a nuisance of themselves. There are some good ones. Uh, Jane Underwood. Why does a second-rate film producer want to destroy the world? Perhaps because he's not a first-rate film producer. (laughs) That's that's very good, yes. And that is the point, though, isn't it? It doesn't make any sense. Money. Schofield runs the Beowulf Fund. If he's shorting positions in advance No, I get greed, but if this outbreak is going to be as catastrophic as you think, who cares about having billions in the bank when money stopped being a thing? Aye, there is the rub. We know what Schofield wants to do. We have an inkling of how he intends to do it. But we are perilously foggy on the when of it all because we don't know where the plane is or when it's scheduled to fly. And the why is the really burning question. Well, it has to relate somehow to the people Schofield killed at the start of all this. Well, yes... Scott Alvarez, the man whose parachute was tampered with in Uruguay, was a biotech pioneer. 
We think he engineered this particular strain of measles. Idea mm. Munt was a human trafficker. She could have provided test subjects. Okay. According to his file, Abdul Rahman was a logistics whiz. I found him to be overrated. But yes. So they could all be constituent parts of the plan. All eliminated as soon as they were no longer useful, which leaves you, Aldrich. Hmm. <laughs> what use are you? Well, apparently I own Liberty Flights. Do you? Not that I know of. So, it's it's just an attempt to, to frame you? One assumes. But then we come back to Schofield. This man is simply not capable of hatching and executing a plan like this. And, and what is his motive? The outcome of this operation is pure chaos. What is the upside of that for a man like Remington Schofield? He's absolutely right. It makes no sense. But Remington Schofield makes no sense. How so? He came onto our radar when he started the Beowulf Fund a couple of years ago. But he was already a rich man at that point. From the movies? Supposedly, according to his dossier. But that dossier appears to be lacking. Lacking what? Well, far be it from me to cast aspersions on our research and analytics department. My department? Oh, of course it is. Yes. Oh, go on. The Schofield dossier is woefully lacking in primary sources. It reads more like a Wikipedia entry than an intelligence report. So much so, in fact, that one is given to suspect it's nothing more than a distillation of biographical material found on the internet. Oh, that's not good. No, it is not. I shall be supervising a complete overhaul of your department's standards and practices when this is over. If we don't figure out what's going on here, we'll all be fighting each other for food in the rubble of our civilization. Well, that all sounds very dramatic. The truth about Remington Schofield, as far as I can ascertain it, is that the creation of the Beowulf Fund was the creation of Schofield himself. Meaning? Meaning that he didn't exist before that. Pre-Beowulf, there was no Remington Schofield. But... Who made the film about the deaf girl and the dog? Is it supposed to be charming that that is your follow-up question? Actually, I think it is pertinent. Aldrich Kemp is supposed to be director of Liberty Flights, but he denies all knowledge of it. Well, he's hardly a trustworthy source I believe him in this instance. And we thought he was simply being framed, but there might be more to it. The pilots on the plane I was on from Lagos bailed out without parachutes. They jumped to their deaths. Yes. That's intriguing. Their records showed no criminal affiliations and no signs that either of them were especially eager to shuffle off this mortal coil. And that was a Liberty Flight's plane. Yeah, there's more to this than meets the eye. And one person whose involvement has not yet been interrogated. I'm going to call you back. Yes. Did you see that? It was rather good, I thought. Stanley Kubrick over there wants another one, obviously. Ooh, are those donuts? Mmm. How's, how's Miss Abertania doing? All is going to plan, sir. She is now working to alter the railway timetables mm. to bring more passengers into the hot zone. Mm. Excellent. I'm glad to see someone is doing their job properly. Sir? 
Aldrich Camp is alive. That is not possible. It shouldn't be possible. I went to his funeral. It wasn't Mr. Kemp in the box. I killed the man in the suit. Yes, and I'm sure the man in the suit is the man in the box. But neither of them was Aldrich Kemp. Are you going to kill me, sir? Oh, yes. Almost certainly. But not today, Novak. Today, you and I are going to fix this mistake once and for all. got hit by a car. Oh, yes, but that was a couple of days ago now. And you didn't recognise the driver. I barely got a look at him, miss. But I understand the whole thing was as much of a surprise to him as it was to me. Yeah, he claimed to have blacked out. That's right. I I wonder if the pilots of the plane I was on would have said the same thing if they'd been able to. Have, Have you come across anything like this before, Mrs Boone? Can't say I have, miss. But I I think you have. (laughs) In the City of London last week when I was chasing that man Novak after the funeral. I didn't see you chasing anyone, miss. No, and yet he must have come right past you. That's interesting, miss. Isn't it? Are there any blank spots in your memory, Mrs Spoon? Blank spots, miss. Anything missing? Anything foggy? I can assure you I'm in full possession of my faculties, miss. When you were concussed in the hospital, Aunt Lily said you were shouting something about, um, Bogota. Bogota, miss. In Colombia. Have you ever been? To Bogota? No, miss. (laughs) You see, I've been through your travel documents across all of your numerous aliases. You spent ten days in Bogota four years ago as Mrs Alicia Blackwood. Miss Blackwood is the private secretary to Lord Algernon Beechcroft. Yes, and Lord Beechcroft is one of Aldrich's aliases. He was with you in Bogota. I've never been to Bogota. Well, according to your Beechcroft passport, you have. Well, she's right, Aldrich. I've triple-checked this with the passports, the bank statements, airline bookings. You and Mrs Boone spent ten days in Bogota and none of us have any recollection of it. How is that possible? That, uh, Dr Hazlitt? Well, it is possible. A driver blacking out and crashing into Mrs. Boone. Mrs. Boone not seeing this man Novak when Clara was chasing him. The pilots on Clara's plane leaping to their certain death. It all sounds a bit like mind control. That's not possible. Why not? Because of the monks. The monks? In Bhutan. Aldrich has had extensive psychic defence training. Mm, Not extensive enough, I say. Clara, I assure you, this is completely impossible. I'm afraid not, Aldrich. I've been digging into Liberty Flights. It was registered in Bogota at exactly the time you and Mrs. Boone were there. The board of directors is listed as you, Heidi Munt, Scott Alvarez, Nadia Abdel-Rahman, and Vladimir North. Who? Ooh, that name rings a bell. Does it, Mrs. Boone? How? Uh, I'm not... Hmm, I don't know. Hmm. This is preposterous. I would never go into business with any of those people. Not knowingly, perhaps. Although I maintain that Heidi Munt was perfectly good company. Well, who the hell is Vladimir North? He's you. What does that mean? Oh, not the literal sense. I mean, Vladimir North is like Aldrich. He's a ghost, an urban legend. Well, he's not a very good one if no one's ever heard of him. Actually, that makes him the best kind. Well, quite, but we should have heard of him. And perhaps we have. There's very little written information... But I was able to track down one photograph from about ten years ago. It's not the clearest image in the world, but 
some online sleuth swears up and down that this is a picture of the elusive Vladimir North. <sighs> That's Remington Schofield. Indeed. Oh, I can feel a migraine coming on. OK, Remington Schofield is Vladimir North. And Vladimir North can control minds. But that seems like a leap. Occam's razor, Clara. Mind control explains everything. So, how come none of us have ever heard of this man? Well, I'm out on a limb, but I'm going to assume we've all seen the film about the deaf girl and the dog. Of course. Or at least one of Mr Schofield's other films. Which he didn't make because he didn't exist then. Indeed not. Vladimir North made them. And I bet good money that if I were to go through those films with a fine-tooth comb, I would find audio and visual anomalies, fractional ones, mind you, that would be indicative of the presence of subliminal messaging. So he used the films to affect the viewers' minds to cover his tracks. Wow. I like this guy. Yes, I thought you might. I also think we probably need to kill him. An excellent idea, sir. Now I've come out into the hallway. I need to clear my head. Yes, I'm not surprised. I'll get our people onto this Vladimir North character. I think we need to focus on the job at hand. There's a plane full of deadly measles that's going to crash somewhere in Europe. Yes, all right, Clara. I hadn't taken my eye off the ball. But we've lost Remington Schofield, or Vladimir North, or whatever his name is today. He was in Lisbon. Yes, not anymore. He's vanished into thin air. I suppose that's easy to do when you're some sort of wizard. But Lottie Amitenia is in Russia. She is. We believe she's currently on a train from Moscow to Vladivostok. Oh, the Trans-Siberian Railway, that's clever. She's using it as a mobile base of operations, getting further and further from the hot zone as she goes. The problem is, it's Russia. Even if we could get anyone over there to take our call, they're not going to let us take a team in or mount a remote strike on the train. Aldridge could organise something. I didn't hear you say that, Clara. Understood. I'll keep you up to date. What am I organising? An attack on a train on the Trans-Siberian Railway. Ooh, fun. Miss Amadenia, get me the details. I'll put the wheels in motion. In the meantime, we have a plan. We do? It's very exciting. Have you all gone mad? Are you comfortable, Mrs Boone? Perfectly comfy, thank you, Doctor. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Really? You should get out more. You want to go inside Mrs Boone's head? Well, not literally. Inside her mind. Do you hear yourself? It's perfectly safe, Clara. But I don't believe that for a second. Well, OK, not safe. It's been done before. Well, lots of things have been done before, Dad. Dr Hazlitt, riding a wooden barrel over Niagara Falls has been done before. Oh, I always wanted to try that. I bet you did. Mrs Boone and I have lost time, specifically... We lost the time we spent in Bogota, allegedly setting up Liberty Flights with this Vladimir North character. We therefore know very little about him, his plan, or his motivation. But Dr Hazlitt's theory is that the memories still exist in our heads. They've simply been blocked, like a hard drive that has been unplugged from a computer. It's not like that. Metaphorically. Not really. So why can't we go into your head? Well, for one thing, there are um, a lot of things in my head that I'd like to keep private. I bet there are. And for another... My psychic defences. They don't work. <laughs> well, I, I think you'll Vladimir find... North got through them. Well, that gives us some idea of Mr North's capabilities. Does it? Or does it just give us some idea of how badly you got ripped off by some monks in Bhutan? We are going into Mrs Boone's mind. But you don't think that's likely to be a nightmare hellscape? No offence, Mrs Boone. Oh, none taken, miss. Mrs Boone, I'm going to administer an anaesthetic that is going to knock you out cold. We are actually doing this. Walk in the park, Clara. Uh, where do you want us, Dr Hazlitt? Uh, pop yourself in those chairs. Mm-hmm. Once Mrs Boone is under, I'll sedate both of you. 
just enough so you don't hurt yourselves thrashing around. Thrashing around? It's quite safe. Like going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. If you could count back from ten, Mrs. Boone. Ten, nine, eight. Good. You ready, you two? Raring to go. No, we're not. You'll feel a slight pinch, Clara. Settle back, Clara. This is an exciting new experience. Yes. And do try to remember that if you die in there... Die? And breathe. If you die in there, we lose the connection between your body and mind. Let's not get gloomy. No one's going to die. I hate you. If you could just count back from... Ten, nine, eight, seven, six... Oh. Is this... Is this a medieval village? I never had Mrs. Boone down as a history buff. We're inside her mind. Mind you, she does tend to keep herself to herself. This could be quite an educational trip. So what exactly are we looking for? Uh, no idea. Something unusual, I suspect. Something unusual inside Mrs. Boone's head. Oh, I'm sure we'll know it when we see it. Shall we get a move on? We're on the clock. No one mentioned that we were on the clock. I always like to operate on the principle that there's a rush on. Get in, get the job done. Home in time for tea and medals. Come along, Clara, no dawdling. How's your one? Not bad. Kidneys are good. I'd have put a little more butter into this mash. Well, that's always the case, isn't it? Oh, heads up. Catherine and Jane Underwood? Depends who's asking. No, it don't. Then yes, I suppose. You must be Forsaken McTeague. <laughs> Is that your real name? What the hell are you people eating? Pie and mash. What's the green stuff? Liquor. I don't think so. How'd you know I was in London? Aldrich said you wouldn't be able to stay away. And did Aldrich tell you what I said would happen if he ever tried to contact me or my organization again? He's not contacting you. We are. I don't make that distinction. I'm of a mind to send him both your heads, see if he gets the message then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, try it on, dearie. You're not in the land of the free anymore. This is our patch. We'll chop you into pieces and bake you into one of these pies, you gobby little Sherman. You got some of that green shit on your chin. Thank you, dear. So? We need to gain access to a train that's currently travelling through Russia. Aldrich thought you might be able to help. Why can't Aldrich arrange this himself? He's otherwise engaged, saving the world. You kidding me? (sighs) Okay, what do you need? Why do you think he chose Clara? Hmm? Aldrich. What about him? (sighs) Apparently this study of Tibetan psychic defence can wait. You want to discuss your problem with Clara? I don't have a problem with Clara. Students of non-verbal communication would beg to differ. Uh, I do not have a problem with Clara. I'm just wondering. Why Aldrich would take her into Mrs. Boone's head and not you? Not either of us. Well, I would have thought that was obvious. Um, if it was obvious, I wouldn't feel the need to ask the question, would I? Oh, Mrs. Boone's not... Hold on. I'll see who that is. Ah, there you are. You're right, Aunt Lily. Fine, yes. Oh, tea. Jolly good. Who made it? Sebastian. Oh, perhaps not then. <clears throat> Who was at the door? I don't know. Sebastian's gone. 
Probably someone from the village. Well, we sent Jane and Catherine to London, so... Secrets. Hmm? Things Aldrich doesn't want us to see inside Mrs Boone's head. What are you talking about? Nikisha's jealous of Clara. I, I am not jealous of Clara. <laughs> That's obvious, isn't it? I'm sorry. I don't think it's appropriate to... Who was at the door? Hmm? I don't think I like having my motivations ascribed the to... The door, Sebastian. What about it? Oh, God, just tell her who was at the door. When? Just now, you answered the door. Did I? Didn't you? You left the room, I assume. I haven't left the room. Aunt Lily? Sebastian, was there a man at the door? Aunt Lily? Ow! The man at the door! Yes, uh, a man. Uh, Vaguely. Nakisha, take Sebastian. Protect Dr. Hazlitt and the others. Vladimir North. Is here. Is it me, or are we not making any progress along this road? Perhaps whatever it is will come to us. Do you think there's anywhere to eat? In Mrs. Boone's mind? Well, I think if we were inside my mind, there would be some dining opportunities. Are we expecting anyone else to be here? We're expecting everything and nothing, Clara. Mrs. Boone's mind is an unknown. Do we have any weapons? Just our razor-sharp wits. Bugger. Oh. What? I think this is a memory. Of? Or a nightmare. I don't ever want to know what Mrs Boone has nightmares about. This is actually a nightmare based upon a memory. Yes, Prague. 2004, if I'm not mistaken. What happened in Prague? We were ambushed. Rival organisation run by a chap called Arkan Foe. No longer with us, but... uh... Ambushed by who? More what, really? Murder clowns. I think Mrs Boone's head is full of murder clowns. Do you have a gun? You know how Aldrich feels about bringing guns into the house. I do, but luckily I don't pay attention to every one of Aldrich's whims. Get behind me. Clear. The fog is starting to lift. I think I remember answering the door. We're past that now, darling. There was a man. Yes, Vladimir North. He's in control. In control of what? I'm sorry, Nikisha. Sebastian? I can't help myself. In Chapter 4 of Who Killed Aldrich Kemp by Julian Simpson, Clara Page was Phoebe Fox, Aldrich Kemp, Ferdinand Kingsley, Mrs Boone, Nicola Walker, Sebastian, Kyle Sola, Nakisha, Carla Crone, Aunt Lily, Susan Jameson, Forsaken McTeague and the Underwood Sisters, John Carpenter, Sabine, Rebecca Bowie, Remington Schofield, Barnaby Kay, Mrs Bartholomew, Kate Isett, Dr Hazlitt, Ben Crow, film director James Joyce. The music was composed by Tim Elsenberg. Sound design was by David Thomas. The director was Julian Simpson and the producer Sarah Tombling. It's a Sweet Talk production for BBC Radio 4. Thank you for listening and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.